following podcast does not represent the views of the C-Suite Network. The C-Suite Network believes that Dale is the sexier chipmunk. We're recording. We're live. I got that all. Yeah. That's for the listener. That's a little bit of uncensored kind of Anna behind the scenes. Testing, audio. testing, testing. We're not. Oh, we're recording. This is it. This is the show. All right, we'll go. No, this is it. This is the show. It's this happening. This is it. <laughs> Please let me know. No, that's not it, right? That's no. Yeah. If this is it. No, you sing That's it. a different song. That is a different song. Okay, you sing what you were singing. I feel like... Uh, this is it. That's all I That's know. That's all you know. <laughs> like That's you're the whole singing, song. If this is it, you gotta let me know. What is that? <laughs> That's what played in the middle of it last time. <laughs> that, uh, no, the mature audience is warning. That was something you, what kind of smut are you watching that's intended for mature audiences? Oh, oops. That's you right That's there. That's me watching yeah. little fires everywhere. Oh, Sorry, figures. Yeah, that kind of smut. Whoops. Yeah, probably not in front of our children. Review. Three out of five stars. Really? That's too bad. Yeah, I love that book. I loved the book too, but yeah. that's a, that usually means that it's difficult to take it to the screen. Yep. The book was better. Book was better, gang. That's our, our whole podcast. What uh, What are movies that are better than the book? Um, I've got one. We listened to half of the Up in the Air novel, and I did not care for it. And the book, the movie was better. The Clooney movie. I don't remember listening to that. That's how bad it was. <laughs> not good. I did like that movie. Yeah, the movie is better than the book. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to have to ponder it. I yeah, don't just know. think it over. Just think on it. You got anything else? No. For my question no, that I posed. I yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's get on to more important topics, which is which chipmunk is more fuckable? And it's a runaway, gang. This is a fucking blowout. This is the election (laughs) that shocked the country. (laughs) This is the most important election of our time. And it was a landslide for Chip. I would have thought. I Listen, here's the deal. Okay. Did I vote for Chip? Yes. Okay. Did I think that there would be some people out there that would be voting for Dale? Yes. Yeah, me too. I mean, I really earnestly guessed a 50-50 split. I knew. I would have guessed 60-40. Okay. What was the final? 78% for Chip. Damn. 28 votes in total. Yeah, 78% of those folks going for Chip. It's true, though. I mean, who's more fuckable, Brian Hackett or? uh... Or Joe Hackett. Oh, Joe. Joe, right. Yeah. yeah. No, this, I mean, we don't even need to get started on the mind-blowing Wings Rescue Rangers conspiracy theories that have been floating around the Twitter sphere this week. I feel like the thing about Dale slash Joe Hackett slash Indiana Jones is like, he's going to take care of you. Yeah. Brian. Yeah, he knows his way around a whip. fun. But around a whip. Yeah, that's a, a, a euphemism. Oh, yeah. That's not a euphemism, I don't think. Yeah, because it's, it's like his penis is the whip. 
Well, I was imagining <laughs> just an actual whip. No, no, I was. It's a, it's a whip. Get it? Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Mm, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, but I interrupted I your mean, more important Indiana point. I mean, it's Indiana Jones, so that's a literal whip that he's using. <laughs> but not always. Well, most of the time. <laughs> I All mean, right. pretty much always, actually. <laughs> Not when he's uh, banging Marion. I don't. I don't know who Marion is. Okay. All right. Just, okay. Get, get no, back to your now point. Now you've interrupted me. I, I lost my focus. No, you were making. Good, I didn't even a know that point. we were starting earlier. I feel like I'm all off. I wanted to get you natural. <laughs> I wanted to get who you really are when you're not putting on the guise of the podcast. I feel violated, much like Claire. <laughs> I feel like you're not respecting my boundaries. I am not respecting your boundaries. I've actually been recording you for hours. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to play it all it's just, tonight. It's just dead silence because it's me laying in bed. <laughs> it's actually just pirated audio of little fires everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> uh, and then me yelling at the kids to shut the fuck up. Right. I'm watching my show. Um, no, I think I'm going to fill in your thought for you, which I think was a good thought. Oh, great. Yeah. Please fill in yeah. my thought. Let me, me mansplain to you what you were yeah, going to say. Yeah. What woman doesn't love to hear that? I'm going to fill in your thought for you, Well, I wanted... which I think was a good thought. <laughs> is this all <laughs> Please not? Please don't uh... do me any fit. Do, do not patronize By me. By the way, this is uh, in response to a reviewer calling our podcast feminist uh, this yeah. week. Well, I was going to say, have you ever noticed that the root word for patronize is Pat, I guess, Patra, patri- <laughs> it's pat, the patriarchal. Yeah. You can't spell patronizing without patriarchy. Exactly. Yeah, it's but true. But no, yeah, go ahead. Tell me, complete my thought for me. I believe what you were going to say, and you are welcome to interrupt and correct me if I'm wrong, is oh, I would never. that Dale slash Brian Hackett slash Magnum P.I. are going to be fun, good time guys but they're not going to take care of you and they might even be a little selfish in bed. And a little sloppy. Mm-hmm. Oh, very sloppy. <laughs> Have you seen Dale's untucked Hawaiian shirt? You know what, though? I what? feel like Magnum P.I. is probably a good lover. Of the three, I think I, he's the best. Yeah, I would yeah. not equate Magnum P.I. with Dale and Brian Hackett, even though that's what they want you to do. Right. He's his own. In bed, he's his own animal. Baxter's going up to take a yeah. shit in my bathroom. Yeah, do you want to talk about that? No, not, you know. Okay, just that he took a shit during your live Zoom with yeah, your students. Yeah, I, I couldn't say anything. <laughs> you just had to keep your cool and your composure. Can't uh, stall it like this podcast. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, I think the I appreciate all the fans that spoke up about which chipmunk they wanted to fuck. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. important. Um, we Go ahead. My yeah. mom voted in it and then said, I misunderstood. I thought you were talking about the cartoon characters. And she said, you were talking about that all-male review. And I said, no, no, the cartoon characters. <laughs> you did not misunderstand, Ginger. You understood perfectly. Yeah, so um, we got some really good reviews this week. Go, go ahead. ahead and mention yeah, that. share them. Yeah, so, um, and by the way, we've had a little problem, little snafus with our reviews. Some, like, came and went. And so if we didn't mention your review this week, we're sorry. Uh, but we got a great review from Wild about Wild Bell, who gave us five stars and said that she loves that we're not politically correct. You got that right. Yeah, we will say what a couple won't of... won't we say? A couple of shock jocks on the mic here. Anna's basically a Howard Stern type. 
Ryan edits a lot out. Too. <laughs> a lot of swears, a lot of uh, offensive comments. I'm like that giant conservative guy. What's his name? Which guy? Alex the Jones. The crazy guy? Yeah. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just all kinds the of conspiracy theories. Of Alex Jones. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get a nice review from Corman009. Corey and King of Prussia, thank you for your review. Oh, King of Prussia. Yeah. There's a mall there. Great mall. Yeah, great outlet mall. We went there that one time, right? Mm, I thought I we swung by it. Is that in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. Mm, okay, I'm remembering mm. wrong. Remember all malls. It's like all the jewelry, just all the same to me. Every mall. Um, and then NMG34 uh, said we were a good podcast and appreciated that we fixed our bad audio. There were comments generally people thought the audio was better last week when I wasn't in an ear of my own. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the keys is not uh, to just have me and Nobody one needs ear. to hear, have mm. just like Ryan's like whispery. Yeah. I'm right here in your ear. Oh, yeah, that oh, that stop that really actually <laughs> disrupts my uh, ASMR. I was gonna say this is my ASMR uh, oh, podcast. No. Here's some pleasant sounds to listen to that will give you uh, physical sensations. Don't, don't do again. I'm it not... makes me want to throw up. <laughs> Just throw up in your mouth a little bit. It makes me want to like gouge my ears off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then also since, so a couple other quick things. Sure. No one told us how to pronounce Bildungsroman. So I'm just going to insert audio right here from a YouTube site about how to pronounce it. Bildungsroman. All right. That's how you pronounce it. And then since we're on the topic of mispronouncing German words today, uh, shout out to our one listener in Schleswig-Holstein, Germany. Oh. Oh, yeah. Willkommen. <laughs> Willkommen. Wie geht's? Do you feel good? <laughs> uh, how does that song go? Willkommen. That's, is uh, cabarets in Germany? Yeah. I think in, so, yeah, because uh, the Nazis yeah. are always popping up, messing up how, the cabarets. Why are so many Nazis in musicals? Because they're the ultimate villain. Right, say back to Indiana Jones again. There, what better villain is that? When they tried to put the commies in, and the most recent one, it just wasn't quite the same. They're just not as as terrible. Yeah, yeah. There's your ultimate villain. To see you. Do you know that song? No, I don't. You don't know this song from Cabaret? Oh no, sing it. Let's sing a little bit for us. Mm, I'm good. You okay. already caught me off camera. Yeah, I'll I'll just follow you around. You'll sing it the next couple of days, and I'll get the audio. That's again. all the German that I know is from okay. cabaret. Yeah, that's a great way to learn some German. Well, you want to dive into this episode? Uh, not really. Claire can suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> I hate okay. Claire. Okay, I yeah, you Claire were mentioning this. I thought, hey, you know what? We've shat the bed enough with a young lead. Let's see how Claire runs with it as a 39-year-old bachelorette. But I, I'm not I'm not impressed. Well, an older lead is just more likely to literally shit the bed anyways. <laughs> Is she wearing Depends this entire Claire's time? I heard was sponsored by those poise underpants <laughs> that are still sexy. <laughs> so sexy. 
so I, I do you want to go ahead and go into your case about why you hate Claire? Uh, I mean, not really. Or just I, let it unfold. Yeah, it'll, oh, you'll it'll unfold. Okay, it will. You'll hear many thoughts. Okay. Well, you know who else hates Claire? Yosef. Yeah. So correct. let's start there. What do Yosef and I have in common? Two things: Alabama. And hating and on Claire. Hate Claire. And you're both monsters. And we both just want the best for our daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and you both have lines you won't cross. Yeah, I also would not be cool with strip dodgeball. Yeah. That's... Actually, I would be okay. Well. If it was um, you, though? Nah. Because all of a sudden, I'm getting some interesting ideas. Oh, I'm getting some mixed signals. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Let's play strip dodgeball. Yeah. You would Getting me. some mixed signals. It's almost like I'm with Zach J in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Zach J. Ooh, Zach I think C. that There's is. I don't want to smear the wrong Zach J or the wrong Zach, but okay. So we're at the cocktail party. Yes. And Yosef is talking to some of the fellas and asking them about the strip dodgeball he game. He says it's uh, it's just raunchy humor. <laughs> Boy, we hate raunchy humor. Remind I tell us you not what. to get Yosef yeah. as a guest on this podcast. <laughs> hey, Yosef, which chipmunk would you rather fuck? <laughs> Hey, Yosef, which guy in the Bible do you think has the biggest dick? <laughs> and then separate question, which guy in the Bible has the biggest dick energy? Could be different. Not the same person necessarily. Well, I mean, Goliath. the biggest dick is Goliath. Goliath yeah, has a just, Goliath dick. You just have to just be logical statist- about right. it. Just think it through for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but big dick energy, David. That's no. why that's why they're them going head to no. head is such a powerful no. timeless story. Big dick energy Moses. Moses did I th- I think Noah too like lay and sprawled out naked after getting off the ark. Noah and that's, the um, wh- Jonah and the whale. Jonah, and Jonah the whale. has small dick energy. Yeah, getting eaten by a whale. Yeah, come, come on, on Jonah. Yeah, yeah that whale BDE. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a separate topic. An- animals of the Bible. <laughs> Big dick energy. Balaam's donkey. (laughs) (laughs) Balaam's donkey dick. (laughs) It's a talking donkey. What? Yeah, Balaam's talking donkey. That's real. That is like a Church of Christ Bible story. No, no. Balaam's riding his donkey. Look, I spent 12, no, I spent 14, 12 years in Episcopal school where I went to chapel twice a week. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, sir, we never had a lesson on a talking donkey. Y'all missed out. You got to go for the deep cuts. What book of the Bible is that? I in? do not recall. It's an early Old Testament book. Well, I Balaam, can't believe it. Balaam is riding his donkey and an angel of the Lord yeah. is standing in his way because they don't want Balaam. God doesn't want Balaam Fuck to go it. that Man, way. I hate it when that happens. And Balaam's like, come on, you stupid donkey. But the donkey can see. Wait, can Balaam see the no, angel of the Lord? No, only the donkey only can see the it. Donkey. Somehow donkeys have keen perceptive <laughs> eyes. If your donkey won't go somewhere, it's probably because there's it's an angel there's in an the way. angel of the Lord Not there. because donkeys are notoriously stubborn. That's what happens when our dogs won't go outside. <laughs> there's an angel of the Lord guarding them. Wouldn't it um, make bet more sense that there's an angel of Satan and the donkey is like, F this? Well, um, actually, it's interesting that you bring that up. Because in the Old Testament, there really is no separate entity of the devil. And in fact, the Hebrew word that's referring to the angel, Ha-Satan, is very similar to the Hebrew word Satan. Hmm. Yeah. I did not find that interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. But anyways, um, the donkey is finally like, hey, listen, Balaam, you can't go this way. 
there's the angel right there, you stupid Wait, motherfucker. The donkey just starts talking. Yeah, the donkey just starts talking because Yeah, that that checks out. Yeah, that's that how that sense. all happened. Yeah, um yeah, the donkey starts talking. Could he always talk? No, just that angel... one time. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> just that one time he's like, Yo, Balaam, don't go this way. Let's turn around. There's and an then angel Balaam over there. freaks out because Balaam it's a talking freaks out because there's a talking okay, donkey. Well, at least that checks. Yeah, that that all adds up. And then I don't think the donkey ever talks again. Oh, yeah. it's like that book that my mom used to read me about the dog that had only one wolf. Oh, but did he? how did he use his one wolf? Just at like a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a real waste if yeah. you got one wolf. You would think it would be like a dying he wolf. He just one day really wanted a yeah. treat. And like, he's like, all right, I guess I'll use this wolf. All right, this is it. This is my moment. I, th- I would expect like a wolf you know he what dies. he used it and the family wasn't even in the house. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Stupid they were dogs. out. Yeah. Well, and the stupid family not paying attention to their dog. Yeah. Uh, all right. Balaam's donkey. Yeah. Balaam's donkey. So anyways, back to Yosef and his raunchy humor. Um, so Yosef is talking to the guys and is like basically bragging about how he's going to, you know, he's give like, Claire a piece I of his mind. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to tell Claire how classless I found this entire activity that I was not invited to participate in. Right. Meanwhile, the other guys are like, we're going to tell our kids about this someday. Yosef's not going to tell his kids about this because his daughter would be appalled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says, we all have our line that can't be crossed. And that's my personal boundary <laughs> <laughs> to me this is like like it's the offensive his his offense is overplayed it's like ben shapiro getting offended by wop it's like you're not really offended like you're playing it up mm-hmm. you know like i just feel like he's not really oh, this 100%. mad about it no yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if you spend this much time talking about it, you're not really that upset about or it. Or let me put it another way. Yeah. I doubt that Yosef would be this outraged if it were reversed and it were a bachelor requesting it of 20 ladies. Correct. Yes, absolutely correct. So he says, uh, I'm not going to be backing down from anyone, including the bachelorette. <laughs> he uh, doesn't give a fuck who he has to confront. He says, I'm looking forward to telling Claire exactly how I feel, and I'm going to wash my hands of this atrocity. <laughs> he says, I've lived the whole thing where you're timid and bottle stuff up. Me too, Yosef. You know what? It's great. That's how you don't get kicked off the Bachelorette. I am timid and bottle stuff up all the time. And look at look at me. Yeah, he's great. Look at how he's happy so, I am. So very functional. Very well adjusted. Very functional. Able to communicate. Very, uh, emotional IQ off the charts. Yeah, me and Taylor both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he does confront Claire. Mm-hmm. He tells her that he's sacrificed a lot to be there. Yeah. Uh, including taking time away from his child. And Claire immediately tries to hijack this because she says, honestly, I I get it. I mean, my mom is dying. And he's like, "Mm, hold on, Claire. I'm going to finish my thought, which I don't like Yosef. Mm -hmm. You know, I hate to be put in a position where I have to say that Yosef is correct about anything. But I do feel like Claire has seems to show a tendency to want, like, the conversation to circle back to her mm-hmm. and he's like i know your mom's dying but we're talking about me and this personal boundary that you crossed with right. da- naked dodgeball it must be annoying to have someone kind of interrupt your conversation <laughs> yeah. yeah that seems like it would be frustrating mm-hmm. yeah i'm really with yosef on that one um yeah well and he says the thing that like he says 
Every second I'm here is one second I take away from being with my child. Well, yeah, but you're here, Yosef. Like, I just feel like you can't really play that card because you, you're away from your child. Right. You know? I mean, I uh, it goes both ways. Like, I don't know. I think you only think that because you really hate Yosef. Well, yeah, but I've we've felt the same way about Peter when he was like, Oh, I'm away from Ty so much. And it's like, yeah, but you chose to that, do that. That is not his name, buddy. What? Jason. That, yeah. There you go. Jason. There yeah. Is. Whichever douchebag bachelor. <laughs> I get them all We did confused. say that when Peter was lamenting being away from his line dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of, which I've is like a child to him. Sacrifices. Every second I'm here is a second I'm not line dancing. <laughs> 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 right. So Jason and Ty. And I said the same thing. It was just like. Yeah, you've gone on like this show twice. I mean, you really can't be well, that broken yeah, up no, about being I mean, away for from Jason, Ty. For sure. That's, I guess, I just, you can't be that broken up about being away from your kid if you choose to be away from your kid yeah, that long. No, I. And so that I'm saying, like, it's okay to take some time off from your kid to do this, but don't then turn around and be like, I'm away from my kid for this. Well, you picked to do that. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I okay. feel like to so I don't agree with Yosef's point. Okay. But for instance, if I were one of the guys that, you know, this comes up later where Claire so obviously doesn't give a shit about any of them and just wants to be with Dale, I feel like if I were a Yosef in that situation, meaning if I had left my kid behind to come go on this show, I would be like, F this, you know? Right. And I guess that's a slightly different situation just because of what you're mad about. Like, I guess to me, this just isn't that big of a deal. Like, he wasn't on this date. I don't get why he's so being so offended about it. Let's also be real. Uh huh. Nobody that actually has kids is sad to be away from them ever. <laughs> At any point so, ever. Right. I'm just calling bullshit on the whole thing. I feel like it's like a, a whole song and dance routine that they have to go through because they can't be like, this is fucking amazing. I'll stay on this show for as long as you have me because having kids is terrible. Well, that's kind of what I'm getting at too is like every second I'm here quarantined at this La Quinta Inn in the middle of Palm Springs where I get room service and there's a pool and I get to this go on fun dates. Oh, is I time miss away my, from my kid. I miss my seven-year-old yeah. so much. It's time away from no, my kid that don't. I'm quarantined with right now. God, if someone had come to you three months ago in the middle of quarantine was like, hey, you want to go to this La Quinta Inn, like but you have to play have strip like, dodgeball. Hey, we're going to put you up in the Red Roof Inn in Birmingham. And I would be like, a soul. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, no, I just, I, I didn't buy any of this. I didn't buy that he was this offended by it. I didn't buy any of it. He does make the point of like, I was absolutely appalled at the group date that occurred yesterday. There were naked guys playing dodgeball together. He sounds like like one of my Church of Christ preachers. There were naked men playing dodgeball in Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) I feel like this is what your grandmother was afraid prom was going to turn into. Bunch of naked men playing dodgeball together. You can only go with your cousin. (laughs) But then he says, I don't see how that translates into finding a husband. Which is fair, but how does any of this translate? Like, how does giving a roast translate into finding a husband? How does 
you know, bungee jumping, none of this stuff translates into finding your um, husband. Bungee jumping is like taking a leap of faith. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? We've seen enough to make that metaphor. Playing, You doing, should be able to make that metaphor in your sleep. Doing a roast is like finding the heat in your relationship. No, listen, I feel like Claire's not doing this as much, but I could, I could turn anything you want into a metaphor. Okay. In a relationship, you have to have a sense of humor. So I'm really not looking to see even who's making the funniest joke here i just want to see that everyone has a sense of humor and can roll with the punches okay let's do a rapid fire of these dodgeball is about having a good time and just having fun with it i don't care who's the best at dodgeball but i want to see that you can be a team player okay cake decorating cake decorating is about not getting upset when you make a small mistake are these guys going to be able to decorate the cake and just have fun with it or are they going to really uh you know implode when one little thing goes wrong chopping down a christmas tree that would never happen on the bachelor the timing is wrong uh not this time not this time it'll be over before christmas well, may, well, there will never be a Christmas themed bachelor date. Isn't that unfortunate? Why not? Anyway, chopping down a Christmas tree is all about looking and searching until you find the right tree. Boom. Nailed it. Now, these are all great. Okay, one more. Pressing cider. Since you're drinking cider. I've never pressed cider before. You I don't... turn the crank and then the apples, the juice comes out. Well, that sounds like fantasy sweet. <laughs> It's a clear metaphor. Boom. There we go. Nail you nailed all of those. You are good at this. I know. I should yeah. go on. I should be a bachelor consultant. You should I mean you should be like a producer. I feel like you could produce the shit out of this show. I could. Yeah. I feel like you could either produce the shit out of this show or and it's too bad that Unreal already exists because I feel like you could have written that as like a romance novel. I mean, we even had that bachelor screenplay idea. We did. A few years we ago. We did. Yeah. yeah. Put it on the shelf along with Family Feud. Yeah, but they're just waiting on the shelf, waiting to be pulled <laughs> down and polished off. Uh, yeah, so Yosef, I mean, here's here's the other thing. So he's going on and on. It's almost like if we had a, just a chunk of time where we were kind of stuck at home. Nothing didn't have to, a do. Lot to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's when we, we can need. really accomplish this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> so Yosef calls this a completely classless display. I expected a lot more from the oldest bachelorette that's ever been. Oh boy. You're not setting the right example for my daughter. I'm ashamed to be associated with you. Oh, and Claire. At first, I feel like Claire is like, okay, I'm going to try to listen to right. you. I don't respect you. I don't like you. I definitely should have just right. cut you, but like, I'm not gonna lose my shit and then yosef just goes way way too far yeah like because it easily could have just been like i'm disappointed with this activity you know i don't think i should be here um i mean there are any number of ways that he could have approached this in a way that was respectful that still felt honest to his feelings yeah instead he just comes in and like Tears Claire a new asshole. Well, and this is when she starts to interrupt him, and I feel like that is justified. Yeah. At that and point. And he's like, I'm still speaking. And she's like, uh, you've been speaking for 15 minutes. I'm going to yeah. talk now. Now, I do have a real quick question, not to question Claire, but I, I genuinely wanted to know, like, did they edit out some of this conversation or did she exaggerate? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And that's not, she's fine to exact. I'm not like criticizing her for that. All I'm saying is like, I really want to know if like this just went on and on and on for literally 20 minutes or not. But then he does a move that I recognize, okay. which is what I like to call the 
And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like he's pissed about the dodgeball, but then he's like, also, by the way, let's talk about how you overreacted on the first group date. Right. And he yep. says, you sounded crazy. And man, he shouldn't have said that. No, that was the wrong, all of this was the wrong move, but I don't really know what his plan was. If he went in, like, I'm just, let's just have a sensible conversation or if he just went in like I'm gonna uh, tell her. I off. think he was like, fuck it. Yeah, I don't right. care. Like I feel like he decided that he didn't really like her mm-hmm. and he was gonna go out and fl- I feel like I mean, honestly, if you can't be the guy at the end, you might as well just be the villain because you know then if you're a Chad Johnson type, you're getting invited to paradise. That's right, and you get to be a porn star. I mean, it's yeah. only two or three years until Yosef is a porn removed star. From having sex outside of Claire's house <laughs> in a few years. <laughs> Yeah, so Claire, I mean, she, at this point, she claps back. I think that's what the kids he say says, these days. I'm not done yet. And she says, you know what? You are done. Yeah, good good for you, Claire. See, at this point, you're still on board with Claire, right? No, I am. Okay. Yeah, I just I wanted am. to make sure because I, I want to trace your trajectory of feelings Claire about Claire. In this, uh, in this initial confrontation. Now, I do have some things to say about how Claire deals with it. And, okay. And... Uh, and how she's comforted by only Dale. Only Dale. So, um, yeah, he says, I would never uh, in a million years want you to be, a, you're not fit to be the mother of my child. And she says, I would never want my children having a father like you. Get out of here. So she sends him home. They have more of a screaming match. She says, I'm the oldest bachelorette that's still standing here single because I didn't settle for men like that. Good point. I mean, yeah, fine. no, yeah, I'm I'm on Claire's side this whole time. Okay, so oh, and and uh, uh, Yosef also says that the men are all just appeasing her by stripping down naked during Which dodgeball. Could, there is some truth to that. Like, I feel like there's something that is skeezy about being like, and now you're all gonna strip for right. me, and they have to I like, have all the power. Yay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so Dale comes and comforts her and he says, focus on what matters and who matters. She talks to Harrison about Dale and she's like, he's just so awesome. Um, the guys are pissed. They're all pissed. Like some, one of them, I don't even know. It was hard to see who it was, Uh but they kind of get wind of what's going on. And one of them says, bro, I'm so heated right now. Yeah. No, they uh, they tell Yosef off and he leaves. So here's my question. So yeah, she only gets comforted by Dale. But how is that possible? I believe we've got some producer hijinks. Sure, yeah. The producers were like running interference in the background. I feel like they were like, hey, everybody just give Claire some space. Right. And then off to the side. They let Dale Dale, in. Why don't you go comfort her? Or they like set off a bunch of fireworks in the parking lot. Like, hey guys, (laughs) look at this. Hey guys, free fireworks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, who wants some candy? Somebody left a big box of black cats out here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... I also liked this line because one of the guys says, you can't disrespect a female like that. And then somebody else says, you can't disrespect anybody like that. Like, I feel like too often it plays into a little bit of a narrative of like, oh, my God, I can't believe that Yosef would speak to a woman like that. And I do not like that narrative. Right. You want uh, women and men to be treated equally in this regard. I feel like you're setting me up for something later. No, no, I'm not. I just want to make sure that I understand. Well, it's like the whole, I mean, it's like why I think that actually Yosef at his core is correct. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think that it, I feel like if we're not going to ask the female contestants to play strip dodgeball, we just probably shouldn't right. be asking the male right. contestants to do so. That is true. I do not believe that at its core, the show is above asking the female contestants <laughs> to play strip dodgeball. <laughs> but you're right. I think they are smart enough to know that that would not fly. <laughs> I do feel Anymore. like here's the th- okay. Let me let me throw this at you. Let okay. me throw this scenario at you. Paradise. They do a co-ed strip dodgeball game. Is that okay? Uh, I mean, why would that ever happen in paradise? Because I feel like that's exactly the kind of like everybody's naked now. Like, look at this the crazy only time, time that in I Mexico. Could see that happening is, in fact, not in paradise. But Bachelor Games. Or ba- oh, what was yeah. The, winter um, Games. It's got to no, be a summer not, game. Not Winter Games. What was the fir- Bachelor Pad? Yes. Yeah. yeah R.I.P. Bachelor Pad. That, I loved Bring Bachelor Pad. Back. Yeah. Though, careful what you wish for. Oh, you know what? We didn't do our Spotify playlist. Oh, we can still get around to we it. We will still do that to the listener who requested it. Because one of the songs that I thought we would have to include is Sister Christian. Oh, yeah. Which is one of my favorite Bachelor Pad moments oh, yeah. in history. When they butcher when they Sister Christian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Motoring. Sister Christian. Oh. I feel like that wasn't even as bad as he did, though. Were you I was, to yeah, sound I was trying bad? to sound as oh, bad okay. as that guy. And I, I still don't think I got it. Have we talked about this on the pod before? What the fuck is that song about? Yeah, I think we did. What did we? Sister Christian. Were we covering the show at that time? Yeah, I don't know what we talked about it ourselves. What is that song about? We have no Motoring. idea. <laughs> What's your time for flight? Is it about taking an airplane? Always Mr. Right. That's not right. So that, yeah, what? It, let's see if there's some kind of Wikipedia article that explains what the song is about. That, you sound good, yeah. Oh, it was written and sung by the band's drummer, Kelly Keegy, for his sister. So it's literally about a sister. Hmm. Yeah, it's about his sister, Christy. Uh, he wrote this song in California. He had gone home to visit Eugene, Oregon. Okay, get to the meat. He, to this the is point. the get this the is point. the meat. He had been struck by how fast his teenage sister, ten years younger than he was, was growing up. That the lyrics do not reflect that. <laughs> motorin doesn't that? Oh, <laughs> he, he, the lyric "You're motorin." What's your price for flight? In finding Mister Wright is the subject of much debate. Oh, the term motoring was synonymous with the term cruising. Uh, so like cruising around Eugene, Oregon, looking for Mr. Right. Just cruising this, the streets of Eugene. Sister Christian, the time has come and you know that you're the only one to say, okay, is that her having sex? I think? guess so. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, so he's just writing about his sister which, getting plowed. Yeah, but you know, like you do. What you're looking for. Don't you know those boys don't want to play no more with you? That seems the opposite of what. Well, but they don't want to play like, you know, uh, toy soldiers they want to play <laughs> they want to play they want to play if you catch my drift <laughs> they want to play stupid. with I, their whip i'm taking it back we're not putting sister christian on the bachelor spotify playlist oh it's out okay now that we did it's a little more research this is a well-researched playlist Anyway, this is all to say that i think after what five seasons of bachelor in paradise mm-hmm. i'm putting it out there and I'm Babe Ruth calling it and calling your shot. I, you, she's pointing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
Let's bring back a season of Bachelor Pad. Well, and honestly, what's a better show for quarantine than that? Just shove them all in the house yeah. together. Make yeah. them play strip dodgeball. Make them play strip dodgeball. So you think that that would be morally acceptable? Uh... Yeah, well, no. This I is still like think it's terrible. the ethical equivalent of the trolley problem, right? Do you uh, allow five people to strip? Always save the animals. <laughs> it's a woman, she's pregnant with twins. I don't give a shit. Killer. It's a man, he's a CEO, or a car full of puppies. Yeah, Obviously, save the puppies. Save the puppies. Yeah. Come on. Okay. It's not even a question. So we, um, they, Claire shuts down the cocktail party. After getting uh, comforted yes. by Dale and just right to the rose ceremony. Okay. Do we want to read who yes. we got? Do we want to or do I want you to? Want to? I believe I'm I missed, the only one. I missed a couple of men. You I've got missed, most of the list. How does it happen that you've got most of the list? You know why? Because I was live tweeting the shit out of this episode. And it'll say, Dale, will you accept this rose? I can't type that fast. <laughs> what the- <laughs> I do have easy, will you accept this rose? And easy says, hell yeah. Okay, Dale, Zach C. Don't get too comfortable, big guy. <laughs> uh, Damar, Brendan, Jordan, Joe, Jay, Bennett. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it looks like somebody is not as confident in their list <laughs> no, as they thought. You know what it is? Is that I went, wanted to make a joke. I don't even have this in my notes, but I remember thinking, this is the only rose ceremony that we got, correct? Yes. Because I remember thinking... You should make a joke about John Jay from Hamilton. Maybe that was going to be the joke, not yeah. to be confused with John Jay. Well, let's let's hear it. I guess that's Just, the joke. Yeah, the joke was like, <laughs> you know, John Jay wrote however many letters. <laughs> then he got Alexander sick. Hamilton, Hamilton wrote, wrote the other fifty-seven. <laughs> that's really loud in your headphones. Yes, huh? it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. All right. So you moving on to Bennett? I so feel like, I, why does Burr care? Because I mean, he doesn't, it's he doesn't like how productive Hamilton is. He's relentless. He wastes no time. Why do you write like you're running out of time? Write day and night like you're running out of time. I feel like Burr is just bitter that he didn't get in that. No, Hamilton yeah. asked you. Right. Well, I'm saying, yeah, you chose not, you chose to, not to do it. The Constitution. You could have written as many of the Federalist Papers as you wanted to. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this was just up for grabs. You were first on the list. <laughs> he came to you in the middle of the night. <laughs> we all know how it went down. Right. We were all in the room where it happened. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, what? Uh, no, nothing. I would just say there's the whole, like, I, I always get an Amadeus feel from uh, Hamilton. Similar <laughs> themes. This is what, that's what you had to yeah, say? Yeah, that's what I had to say. Okay, Bennett, <laughs> easy. Hell yeah. Ben, Ed, Ivan. Mm-hmm. The chess player. Oh, that's who that yeah. is. Okay, Kenny. Boy band manager. And Zach J. Yeah. Zach J is the one that goes on the date. Yeah. So I have underneath my notes, maybe this is why I didn't take a very good list, least consequential rose ceremony ever. It just doesn't matter who else she picks, right? It could be anybody. Well, I feel like I'll be interested to see. Pour out the rest of my cider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get those juices flowing. Um, I will be interested to see if I were Tasha, sure. I'd be a little pissed. Yeah. Like, Claire gets to do the cutting. Claire. Yeah. Right. No, I know. I agree. 
That, and, and we'll talk about that because or we'll talk about it right now. One of the issues that I think is going to come up cut later. Some cute guys and kept some real uggos, right? Like, and some real, uh, some real lame guys. Really, we're keeping Kenny. Well, boy band manager, I mean, he might have some access to some boy bands. But I guess my thing is, you know, a lot of these guys, maybe we already talked about this. Could we get Robin to do a little research and yeah. find out who Kenny manages? You know who I feel like would probably know this is J-Mo Brock, our boy band fan. Boy band, resident yeah. boy band Resident expert. boy band fan must know who Kenny is. Uh, no, here's, I think maybe we've already talked about this, but like a lot of these guys were specifically like, I came here for you, Claire. That's and some then, bullshit. Nobody comes to be on that show for a 39-year-old bachelorette. And in fact, I would argue that I think the producers were like, look, hang around with Claire for a few weeks. Act like she knows what's going on. She's probably going to make some references to some stuff that you don't know what she's <laughs> talking about. She, Bunch of 80s references yeah, you're not going to get. Try to do yeah. some TikToks. She might pull her back out. Um, and then we're going to bring in what you want. Yeah, I see. Maybe so. I just, you know, that one guy had very compelling reasons for why he came for Claire, which is, (laughs) you looked real pretty. I think you're beautiful. You're hot. Isn't that enough? No, it's not. You have to leave right now. (laughs) Get out of my fucking face. You don't know anything about me and you've known me for two hours. (laughs) Um, I think it's suspicious. My, my... Brainwaves are firing off. Okay, your neurons. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's suspicious that they didn't include, they didn't include hardly any older gentlemen. Okay, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I thought it was just kind of poor planning on their part. And then I thought to myself, do they ever plan anything poorly on this show? Yeah. Do they ever pick the wrong guys for the Bachelorette? Never. Meticulous game of chess. (laughs) As Ivan would tell you. Um, they're always three I, moves I ahead. I feel like they got Claire in and we're just, they're sacrificing this old bitch. Harrison is the ultimate chess master. Yeah. He sees four moves well, ahead. Not Harrison. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, but whoever it Whoever's is. Whoever's in charge of that, uh, got Elon, not Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> Elon Gale. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, whoever is the real life equivalent to the terrible guy on Unreal. Right. Right, so... I feel like that guy was like, look, let's get Claire in for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. She's crazy. Um, and they're they're pushing Dale on her, I bet. Like, I, don't, I just... Uh, Are they? So, I mean, I posted this, this article earlier today. Stinks. Your conspiracy theory lines up with an important expose and vulture. Forget Trump's Chinese bank accounts. The real expose of the week is that Claire liked some tweets... Well, that she the, was forced well, out. The real expose is that America prefers chip seventy percent over Dale. These numbers just blow your mind. It blows your mind. It's a blowout. Imagine what kind of electoral votes Chip would get. I if remember were waking up in the morning after the 2016 election <laughs> and just thinking, like, how could we all have misjudged this so? so badly yeah 538 had chip polling at like 51 percent. i mean we just not see this landslide coming. coming yeah Didn't had him behind coming. in some key demographics yeah some key demos when chip got wisconsin <laughs> and it, I mean, that was that was huge um yeah no so claire liked some tweets 
right that said she where, was forced out yes. of the show that the producers gave her a bad edit Honestly, and then forced her at out at this point i i believe anything yeah the, maybe none of this is maybe this is all a computer simulation that we're living in well shut up <laughs> <laughs> what's real are we real <laughs> That reminds me about how Jordan still reminds me of Lisa Turtle's nerd boyfriend. Yeah. What is art? He's the one who was like, Dale never shuts the fuck up. Yes. That guy. Yeah. I liked mm-hmm. that yeah. line. Me too. It's a, it's a good line. Now, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah. And this, uh, there's something, something amiss. Something stinks. Something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This thing's that. like an onion. I believe history will prove <laughs> that something was not quite right in the whole setup of this season. History will judge the complicit. Yes. Um, I don't know what that's from. That's but... uh, that big Atlantic article about Trump. Sure. Yeah. Okay, next day, Harrison says, this process <laughs> will expose you. <laughs> Yosef was seen and exposed last night. Is that the ultimate irony that Yosef went home because he didn't want to be exposed? I had the same reaction in my notes. Yeah. Yosef was, I literally have Yosef was the one who was exposed. Irony in my notes. Now, you and I are on the same page. Put that in one of your academic right, articles I will. about irony. A whole article about it. Yeah. Well, and then Harrison says, that's why this process works. Mm-hmm. Because people are exposed. Uh, we have a group date. It's mm-hmm. going to be Jason, Jay, Easy, Chasen, Blake, Ed. I still don't know who the fuck Ed is. Mm-hmm. Riley and Dale. Uh, date card today. We separate the men from the boys. So here's the thing. We don't actually get to see this date in which we separate the men from the boys. And this is where it starts to go downhill for me with old Claire Bear. Real quick, what do you think was going to be the date where they separated the men from the boys? I mean, obviously just another round of strip Right, yeah, just just like a full Monty date. Literally no better activity to separate men from boys than playing strip dodgeball. Sure, right, or just like a full-on Magic Mike date where they just have to do a striptease. Okay, so, um, but instead of this date, what happens? They were going to go to a bar up. mitzvah. <laughs> Everyone was going to get circumcised. Mm-hmm. They were all going to recount the stories of the first time they masturbated. <laughs> all right. So Wait, Deanna. what is... I've had a little cider now. It's yeah. kicking in. It's from t- 2018. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, girls have their periods. Right. What would you say is the defining moment, I guess, when your voice changes? I guess so, But yeah. that doesn't... Actually, that's not like a moment. A moment. Right? That's a process. Like that happens over right. time. Yeah. No, that's a good it's question. It's not like you come in and you're just like, "Hello." <laughs> I mean, I'm still <laughs> waiting for my voice to change. Yeah. I would be happy if it dropped an octave or two. Uh. So if it, but is that what you would say? Is that the closest? I guess so. Yeah. I and mean, I mean, you're right. Like, it's not like a like a light bulb. You know, like a a flip of a switch. Right. You know. So, but I think that's probably right. Hmm. Yeah. The when moment your testicles it separates. Drop. Yeah, sure. Also, also a process. <laughs> right. It, no, it's just it's like Roop. it's like Roop. a like the shaft of an elevator break, or, you know, <laughs> elevator cable snapping. Just zoop. <laughs> <laughs> we need a uh, kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, we'll never know because we never got to go on this date that right. separates the men from the boys because Claire's a bitch. Okay, so here we go. Here's yeah. 46 here's, minutes here's into the podcast. <laughs> Let's get your case. Here's where it starts. So first of all, fucking Deanna comes. Uh, I didn't need you showing back up on Jason's season and I don't need you here, Deanna. Yeah, Could they God. not get a more contemporary Bachelorette? They're just keep like, trotting her out, Can we not right? get like... Well, no, they don't really. Yeah. I mean, you're thinking that because we watched We just watched that Jason 10-year-old season, season. Yeah, like, with Peter or Jason or whatever Deanna his name herself was. has to count back to recall how long it's right. been. She's like, it's been 84 <laughs> years. Yeah, well, I mean, why not like Rachel Lindsay or who was it um, last um, year? Hannah. Right. Yeah, any of those. Well, Hannah's not with a fella, right? With a fella? Yeah. With a ga- with a guy or a with, gal? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Hannah, where's your fella? Where's your fella these yeah. days? Hey, yeah. Here's a scoop. Hannah B. from Alabama. He doesn't have a fella. <laughs> extra, extra. Gotta make a big apology to her. <laughs> hey, here's a scoop. She's from Alabama. She's kind of racist. <laughs> um, well, Hannah, and then who was before Hannah? Um, Rachel. No, I know. Rachel? Uh, so not JoJo, but Becca. Who was the one who got was dumped Becca? by... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, Becca. Was that was Becca before or after Rachel Lindsay? Becca was after. Anyway, they're all a fuck of a lot more contemporary sure. than Deanna. Well, the reason I bring this up is because they've got to bring somebody in who's got a man from the show, right? Didn't she end up marrying somebody from the show? Okay, that could be Rachel Lindsay. That's why I said Rachel Lindsay, but all the other people... Well, Becca and Garrett apply. are still, I think, oh, kind of in they? that like weird. Mm, I think they've broken up. Yeah, I mean, he still likes her, but he likes her like an offensive racist tweet likes her, not likes her like he loves her. Yeah, you just know? kind of in like vague. Yeah. I don't approve of this. Right, but I like you like I like this really horrible meme. Becca. Yeah, <laughs> well, let's just do the damn thing. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, okay. like it or not, Deanna's here. Um. Claire says she needs great advice, and they pull out Dale's pants <laughs> and start smelling them. I like I. What the fuck is going on? Do you not do this? I assume that you sleep with my pants Did on your Dale face. Did Dale give his pants as his gift? I believe so. Now that we think, I back feel about like it. I thought it was like a shirt, but it must have been the pants. I guess so. Because where else did she get those pants? This is why choosing gift giving as your love language is a risk as you've experienced sometimes you get some really great shit but sometimes you get a pair of pants some heart-shaped jewelry right (laughs) from made by jane seymour offered at k jewelers a homemade cat scratch post that was a great gift it was was an act of service it was an act of service and a gift boom double it's double the love language yeah, yeah, I made your cat that cat scratch ah, post that one time, I and I do not believe that she ever looked at that's it. That's a better gift than Dale's pants. Except she looked at it in extreme disdain and then never looked at it again. We both did. Yeah, both both you and her. All right. Uh, Deanna asks Claire, have you ever heard that saying? It's pretty obscure. You probably haven't ever heard of it. Uh, when you know, you know. <laughs> no, I haven't. And Claire's like, oh, I have heard that saying. And she says... Is that Socrates? When Deanna said that, she felt that way about her husband. I was like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Here's my thing about Claire. She dumb. (laughs) Okay. 
I'll explain. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I don't have anything more to say. Okay. I think that she's not that bright. Okay. I think she's stupid. Okay. She, in giving this date card, says, Dale plus Claire, Dale plus Claire, Dale, 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 Dale. She is like a seventh grader. Yes. Yeah, she's very, I mean, this whole time she's smitten, like later when she's asking the guys about making fun of Dale, it's really just like, what did Dale say about me? What did he say? Oh my God, that drove me crazy. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't even really like I was offended about you making fun of him like that was part of it but it was really oh, no, no, like no. it was like so when what's the yeah. deal with Dale so did he so say like he wants to marry me yeah. yeah did you talk to him in homeroom Could and you see pass what he on this note that yeah, doubles it's got some, as a fortune teller it's got some boxes he can check yeah yeah um yeah no i just like i don't find her interesting i find her sh- like She's kind of makes a show about these qualities that I think she wants to demonstrate, but she actually uh, oftentimes demonstrates the opposite. Oh, interesting. There's uh-huh. quite the irony. I yeah. feel like she likes to spout buzzwords in an attempt to sound deep, and she's just, she's not that deep. I, okay. I don't, I do not, I do not like you, Claire the Bachelorette. <laughs> I do not like you in a car. I do not like you near or far. <laughs> I do not like you in this inn. I do not like the state you're in. I don't know. That wasn't very good. I do not like these dodgeball rules. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like this dodgeball skin. My daughter would not think it cool. <laughs> Were I to show my penis off? <laughs> what rhymes with penis off? <laughs> would be a my daughter she would scoff and scoff (laughs) (laughs) good see that's why you're the poet yeah around that's why yes (laughs) that and that alone Uh, all right so so then who knows what the fuck happens i guess claire is just like eh fuck this date yeah i mean that was rude i mean they they said it was like three hours like i get the like hey i'm hanging out with Deanna for 45 minutes and we're catching up. It was like you watched in time lapse as morning turned to noon right. turned to night. Right, like leaves fell off the trees in the background. So when our daughter was like three in preschool, she would come home and she kept telling me and Ryan at various points that we were rudos. Rudos. And we yeah. could not figure out what she what's a rudo? What is she talking about? And finally we learned that she was telling us that we were rude dudes. Rude dudes, yeah. Well Claire, I'm here to tell you that you, madam, are a rudo. The biggest rudo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never seen such rudo craziness. So we end up she ends up finally getting the guys for and not separating the men from the boys, but taking them all to a cocktail party. And it's funny too, because the guys before she gets there, like we want a positive vibe today. Cause you know, they're all like, we got to recover from this Yosef yeah. thing. She's on a date with all her favorite guys. I feel bad for the guys mm-hmm. genuinely at this point in the show. Cause I feel like they're <laughs> excited to do these like, bachelorette activities you know you know what goes on on this sure show. right strip and dodgeball like and Claire whatnot like eh, sorry fuck y'all right i'm gonna hang out with deanna and then make out with dale <laughs> yeah. for an hour and a half yeah is that does that not count as a good right. day <laughs> yeah is that when i'm just making out with some other guy how these guys are such prima donnas all right so um Let's see. I wanted to catch that because it's a. They make a big deal of it. They go to the cocktail party, and Dale starts with a big announcement. 
where he tells everyone he's going to go speak to Claire first and he just needs five minutes. Can I also add in here uh-huh. before they Please even get do. to that? Just even Claire's apology annoyed me because mm-hmm. she's not sincere at all and she doesn't offer any explanation. She's just like, sorry for making you guys wait. <laughs> yeah, I was having some girl time, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Because like, who are you hanging out? Like, they need some context. And then Dale comes in with a vote of confidence for himself. Because mm-hmm. he says that he doesn't need that day date. When I get quality time with her, like, it's a wrap. And that is that is true. That is correct, Yeah, he's Dale. not wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, he makes this big speech about just five minutes. Then he goes into her room. He says he wants to be respectful of the guys, but that he would like to talk to her first. Mm-hmm. And you're missing something else he does okay. that's incredibly important. Okay. He forces all the gentlemen and Claire to do a group hug. That is true. Yes, he does. I have that At in my notes. At which point I have in my notes, Dale is the worst. <laughs> so here's my th- reaction to Dale in this episode is that he is great with claire but not with anybody else correct you know which and like it's hard to say because every all the contestants are always like i'm not here for anybody else i'm here for the bachelor or bachelorette and in that case by that criteria dale is performing very well but by criteria of just like owning up to things he's not performing well, well. let me say too that I believe Dale is a little different because he's not a Corinne where he, you know, is a, an early front runner and then also terrible. Like I feel, so I actually thought that Riley summed it up in that next comment that he makes where he says, Dale's all right. I mean, Dale is fine. He said, when he hit us with the speech and the group hug, it's a little too much for me to handle. Like, I feel like they can't really nail down a re- There's no reason to hate Dale. Sure, right. But there's also really no reason to like him. Yeah. And I think it must be really frustrating for them to to feel that way and then to see that Claire likes him so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I were these guys, I would just be like, why? Right. It's like the arrested of like her yeah like, yeah right no and that's i agree with that i almost feel like it would be a an easier pill to swallow if dale were like a big jerk mm-hmm. and the kind of like quintessential villain then you can just like hate on him as it is he just he's slimy but he's just nice enough to where like you kind of feel like am i overreacting to this mm-hmm. guy you know well, and he is like, he seems like a nice guy. I mean, you said it last time. He's very vanilla and he's very boring for TV, especially. Like, I, I think he's probably a really nice guy. I don't know that he's that nice of a guy. Because okay. I agree with the guys. So what? essentially, Cliff's Notes version of what goes down, Dale and Claire make out for like an hour. Um, the guys get pissed. So he takes her first. They uh-huh. make out. She like shows them her house. Um and they make out for an hour. He comes back to the guys and he's just like grinning. Yeah, and they're right. pissed, which understandable from both ends. Like, sure. I actually don't feel like Dale has to apologize nah. for that. It's not it's not Dale's responsibility to be like, Claire, listen, I really don't feel like it's right to. Right. To, to make you know, out with you. Like, of course, he's going to take advantage of that. Right. Situation. I feel like Claire yeah. in that position actually needs to be the bigger person and be like, oh, I have all these other guys on the date. Like, I can't do this. Uh-huh. Come back later. But 
when Dale really pisses me off is when he comes back, acts confused and lost. Yeah, right. And then one of the guys, and we're skipping ahead, I know, right now, but um, he says, it will be better if you just own it. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly right. Yeah, right. Like, we're not trying to say that you're a monster, but you're doing something that's a little slimy. Mm -hmm. Right. So just... Admit right. that you came in looking to make out with Claire again. Right, which no one would fault you for sure. in your own way. Yeah. I would. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I do want to mention, so Dale and Claire are hot and heavy making out, and somebody comes in to finally interrupt. I forget who it is. And, it is easy. Okay, and Dale's like, first he's like, let me go hide in the closet um, and then on his way out, he's like, can I have some of these snacks? And Claire says, so those awkward. are, those are dog snacks. <laughs> and also Dale, I'm just going to say Dale pops right up when they get busted making out and does not seem to have any sort of pants trouble. If you recall, Tyler C saying that he oftentimes had to like take a minute. Sure. What is that? I don't don't follow you. You're not following me? No, I'm not following. To hide his erection. No, I get that part, but what are you implying about Dale? I'm implying that maybe Dale's not feeling this as much as uh, Claire Okay, I got you. Okay, I see. Because I have... Dale had to hide a huge boner, I assume. He did? No, no but he I, that didn't. would be my assumption. I specifically yeah. looked to see <laughs> if he... I was looking very closely. I put on my boner glasses. <laughs> and, Zoom in. Uh-huh. Yeah, pa- Rewind. I paused yep. it. Freeze I, frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no boner. Okay. <laughs> I am sure that Dale was enjoying himself. The boner lets you know. <laughs> I mean, was he enjoying himself? You can't, you can't. Fool if the boner him. isn't there, yeah, Dale the doesn't care. Not there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So he he leaves for a while without a boner. With, yeah, bonerless. Yeah, clearless <laughs> and bonerless. <laughs> More flaccid than he was before, and uh, yeah, the guys are silent first of all, and. Uh, they so Dale says I was trying to walk out early, but we were just dying, dying. It was funny, like they were just sitting in there laughing instead of making out. And all the guys are like, "Fuck you!" Well, Riley and, says he snuck out of the honor code. Well, and he says you snuck out of the honor code, and then you kind of snuck in through the back. I bet he did. Actually, he didn't because he was super flaccid, so he didn't sneak in the back. What? And that's just uh okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of them tells Dale to stop being a politician. <laughs> <laughs> Quit with your campaigning. Ironically, Dale the Chipmunk heard the same thing <laughs> during our Twitter poll. Um, yeah, they say, Dale, just say that you wanted to speak to Claire more. Don't say, I stumbled upon right, her. Right, yeah. I wasn't even looking for her. Yeah, because he leaves... And then he comes in while who's she with? She's with somebody else. She's with Jay. Not to be confused with John Jay. (laughs) And um, he's like, oh, I didn't know anyone was in here. And it's both of them because Claire is like, oh, hey, do you want to come over? Right, like, teehee, good to see you again. They're just both acting like jerks, which fine, but just like leave, you know? I don't know. Don't waste my time. Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining, Claire. (laughs) I guess I don't, I feel like it's, I'm not that infuriated by this situation, mostly because like the show is so. I'm infuriated. It sounds like it. It sounds like you're infuriated. 
I'm happy that you these two what? found each other. I am a little infuriated. Okay, I can hear it. We've all been stuck in our houses for months. <laughs> all I want is a fucking season of The Bachelorette. And like Claire can't give that to me because she has to sell us on this idea of like Dale being her soulmate. Newsflash, I don't think that he is. Now, I was wondering about that because I'm, you know, if I am under the impression based on a few things I've seen that they are still together. But boy, it's going to be awkward when they break up. Like, I don't I don't think these two are going to make it just based on the track record of the show. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make it in the long run. I hope they do. I, I'm fine with them. Um, I, I am not as mad about Claire as you are. I feel like this is the thing I'm the reason I'm OK with this to articulate my thoughts very clearly is that it's different than what usually happens. Yeah. You know, it's just like how how many times do we need to see the standard season play out? Okay. We might as well I see. I will say I'm glad that they only let it go on for three episodes. Yes. If this were the whole season, oh my God, it would be terrible. Yes. For a couple of episodes, I mean, whatever. Right. We already know that Tasha is on her way. She's going to pop out of <laughs> that pool. She's literally swimming across <laughs> the pool. Um. So, yeah, I, I agree. If this were the whole season, it would be terrible. The fact that it appears next episode she's leaving, I'm fine with this. All right. So, Easy says um, she spends so much time with Dale. We're being cast aside for no reason. It's disappointing to see the guys beaten down. And, in fact, she gives Dale the date rose. Right. That, to me, was a little much. You know, I do feel like, obviously, he gets the date rose with, like, at that point, why don't y'all just go, you know? They say if Dale gets the rose, it'll be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Well, get ready to be disrespected. Oh, it's going to be disrespectful. All okay. Right. Yeah. So um, we're an hour and four minutes into this bad boy. Yeah, we got a, we yeah. got a, we got a motor. <laughs> um, we're motoring. Zach gets the next date rose. Um, they're going to have a spa day and we can move through this pretty quickly because yeah. Zach is inconsequential. Yes. It's all, it's super awkward. And he does have one line where he's like, if she just wants to jump in my arms and lay kisses on me and <laughs> deal. <laughs> he makes like a weird farting noise for some reason. I don't know why, what that is supposed to imply about what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel bad for someone like Zach because I do think that they just they don't have good chemistry. Right. But I also feel like it's really obvious at this point that Claire is putting up her walls with all of the Mm -hmm. guys except for Dale. Sure. So it's kind of like that sucks, you know? Right. Despite the fact that she says she's going to give it a go, she is not giving it a go. And that's why, especially the one-on-one dates are particularly bad in this regard. I feel like a group date, you can kind of pull that off. But this is just a really awkward date. Well, I don't even think in a group date you can. I I mean, it's not as bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Okay. I mean, she's just doing this thing where she's circling everything back around to Mm -hmm. Dale. Mm -hmm. Because she says that Zach has a nervous energy that stresses her out. And she says, now... Having somebody like Dale in my life puts things in a weird position with other people. I feel like she acts like Dale, like Dale isn't in your life. You are on a game show with him. I don't know. I just think that she takes herself too seriously and she's selling this connection with Dale. Well, you know what? I don't buy it. (laughs) I'm not selling what you're buying. Yeah, so now Zach J, though, is not... He's down, but not... Oh, no, never mind. This is a totally different person. 
saying it's the first quarter and it might be That's 14 not to nothing. It's not That's Zach. Not yeah, I have that out of context in my notes. I was going to make a joke about how I don't understand sports metaphors, but I don't even understand who's saying <laughs> yeah. this. So I really don't understand what's going on. All, All right, right, let's so get the, to this non-kiss. Yeah, the big thing that happens with Zach is that they're in a pool together after their spa date. And from what I could see, Claire kind of goes in to kiss him, but then she pulls back when I don't, I did not even see a moment of hesitation. Like I literally just saw them going in to kiss Mm -hmm. Claire uh, believes that he pulls back and then like freaks out and then Zach freaks out and is like, what? I didn't hesitate. I didn't hesitate. And he does. He like touches the back of her neck, but he's touching the back. of. So a bunch of people on Twitter were freaking out and saying that like, you know, no means no. Like this is an example of a guy like not taking a woman seriously when she says no. I feel like he put his hand on the back of her neck in a mood it i don't believe he was trying to be aggressive i believe like you touch someone she was touching the back of his neck and two seconds earlier when she was gonna kiss him sure though so i think he's trying to like recreate the moment of like let's kiss see i i didn't have it that way i do think that he's out of line with the neck grabbing because he kind of like reaches around my memory we need to go to the footage get the footage robin as he kind of like grabs around the front of her neck to like he does keep not her. grab that the front that of her is neck. the way Y'all that i can't saw see this but ryan is like choking I'm himself mimicking. right now well be- and he's like pulling her it's it's out of line it's you know we can parse exactly he what he was doing. He did not grab the front doing. of her neck. He he touched her on the. Well, back. and she's like trying to pull away, and he's like holding on to her neck. I think he is. I he do is agree out of that line. that's out of line. But the other thing, so I mean, Claire has has this tendency. I think I would say to react really strongly and then just be like, "That's it," and that's I guess her prerogative. Mm-hmm. But he's like. You know, it, it was interesting because it reminded me a little bit of the way that she was when she got rid of um, whoever it was that said that all they knew about her was that she was beautiful. Because uh-huh. they start to get heated and she's like, well, can we talk about this? Like implying that he was in the wrong for not wanting to have a discussion. And Zach is like, let's talk. Like he, I feel like in the moment is like, hang on, hang on a second. Like stay here, you know. I was try- I wasn't pulling away. I'm sorry that you thought that. And then she's just like, I don't want to try to figure it out. I don't want to talk about it. This is not something that needs to be discussed. I would be very frustrated if I were him in that moment. Yeah, again, I mean, I think that his reaction, because even before she brought it up, I have in my notes, why is he grabbing her neck? Like, it's too much. It's too aggressive. Also, there's nothing between them, so they don't need... I would like for you to remember that you think that that is too aggressive. Interesting. Okay. Just say in, like, if it's early in the morning and maybe somebody just wants to sit and drink some coffee. Just saying. Yeah, right. Let's just remember that that... uh, Do I come up and grab your throat like uh, Zach (laughs) J does? (laughs) He did not do that. Do you come up and, like... (laughs) forcibly put your arms around me in what's disguised as a hug when I clearly just want some fucking space. It's a group hug, like Dale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
No, I think that he was uh, he was too aggressive and that there's nothing between them, so they don't have anything they need to talk about. I do agree that he's he is aggressive in a way that triggers Claire. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that he did anything that was like off the charts offensive or wrong. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess just for like, I don't disagree with claire's decision though like she's not into him this it triggered her and i think her it's uncomfortable. shitty to send chris harrison out on that dinner date so then she goes into the house and is like i feel triggered and um and then but but so like if that's the case i don't i i mean i don't know i just i don't have any any issues with claire here like, I think she sends Harrison out to send him home. I feel like if she doesn't feel safe in this situation. Oh, my God. Right? She, she doesn't. They were in yeah. a pool and she was two seconds away from kissing him. Yeah, but I think. She I doesn't like, feel safe. Come on. That's how that's how she feels. And she doesn't want to go out and, and confront about you sending him home. You can feel any number of ways. But the bottom line is you signed up to be on this show. There are 30 producers at any point, like there's no, there really is not a reason for Claire to not feel safe in that moment. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm defending her response because that's her, like it sounds like she's had relationships before in the past that this reminds her of and she just doesn't want anything to do with any kind of situation Then like it that. almost feels like maybe you shouldn't go on a dating show that's explicitly designed to like, exploit your weaknesses and I, I mean I don't I just feel like Claire if she wants to make the mature decision for herself mm-hmm. it would be to stop trying to find love on this fucking reality TV franchise that that doesn't seem to give two shits about its leads at all. Well that's just a blanket statement for everyone. <laughs> like that's well, yeah, always the but mature I feel decision. Like there are other people that can probably like withstand the process a little better. If Claire knows herself so well, like she's always talking about, I'm thirty nine, I know myself. I'm here for a real man. I know what I'm here for. Well, do you? Because I feel like you don't she doesn't show it to me. Okay. And for someone that's like consistently just going on and on about how strong she is. She's a strong, independent woman. And yet she has to send Chris Harrison out to just like break up with Zach J on this dinner date. I feel like, I, I think that it's uh it's a little bit weak. Okay. I, uh, you know, I, uh, I did not have a negative reaction to it. I thought these, these two are not going to be together Zach J overstepped his bounds. Well, you could say that about any of the guys. Like, she's not going to be with Kenny, right? Right, but Kenny didn't behave in this way. You know, like, I think behave that Behave in what way? I, get, yeah. I, think you, I think we should go we back, need to rewatch, rewatch the, footage. the footage, because it was, to me... Cause, so let me give an example. Like, I think if, instead of grabbing her neck, he would have kind of gently grabbed her hand and been like, Hey, stay here for a second. Let me talk to you. Like, I think that would have been... See, I disagree. I think any move that he would have made would have set her off. And maybe so. And again... Because here's a... Okay, here's a question. Do you agree that she was going in for a kiss? Sure, yeah. What changed for her in that moment? Something, but she didn't want to kiss him anymore. Like, that's... (laughs) 
something happened and she i don't know what changed it's very unclear like it's just it looks to me like she gets in there and she's like oh no i'm this is awkward to me i'm not feeling this i'm out i'm gonna bail i'm gonna pull up on the stick that that annoys me i feel like claire is capricious and and arbitrary she is i don't don't know i just don't I don't know. Yeah. I think she, you know, not to not to give Yosef any credit, but I think she's a little crazy. And, you know, who knows? But sounds like you want to participate in this roast of Claire. I do. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. So you want to get to our, since we're uh, getting long here, you want to get into the roast date? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, just there's a roast. So Claire tells us, I was annoyed with this. Claire tells us over and over again, that she loves a good roast, and then she does not like a good roast when the men roast Dale. So we learn that. Uh, Margaret Cho is here, queen of comedy. She's referred to several times. She's come to Hunts. We have not gotten the chance to see her, but she's come to Huntsville a few times. And the word on the street is that she's very funny, but that she made a lot of people literally get up and walk out, (laughs) which means she was either great or terrible. Um, Bennett says, I'm really looking forward to dishing it out today. (laughs) And then Margaret Cho says about Bennett, I feel like at some point there's going to be a true crime podcast about you. Pretty good joke. Yeah, it did make me think I've been listening to that uh, You're Wrong About podcast. Uh Oh, yeah. And it made me think of the preppy killer. Oh, I haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good podcast. It's a good one. You can join our podcast podcast group. We're going to talk about the preppy killer. Ooh, who is it? Uh, it's none of your business. Oh, well, but you just invited me to join. Well, yeah. You know what? Invitation <laughs> yeah, uh, rescinded. rescinded. Yeah. But wait, I'm going to grab your <laughs> neck and make you come over here and me, uh, keep me in the network. I, I do. I feel like I should clarify. If Claire felt unsafe, I'm not. I, I don't know. I don't want to make any sort of murky argument against a woman's right to say no. I just... I don't know. Something about that. Something about Claire rubs me the wrong way at this point. Yeah. I just liked that you said clarify. That's a good pun. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So let's, they're doing the uh, roast. Bennett says, I know I'm going to be ripped to shreds for being dressed ridiculously. Indeed you are, my friend. Indeed you are. I feel like a roast date is where I might shine. Though I might also cry when they roasted me. So maybe not. Yeah, um, they're taking a lot of digs about Dale. That's basically the whole roast, is just the guys tearing Dale apart. Uh, somebody tells him that he looks like the boa constrictor from the Jungle Book, <laughs> which I've never seen the Jungle Book, right. but I looked it up and I thought, that does look it's like Dale. It's a good joke. Yeah. Now, here's something that happened. Oh, a couple of quick things. One, I don't actually think it was all Dale jokes. I think they edited it. To yeah, make it look course. like it was Dale because jokes. Ben later is like, dude, I made like thirty-five good jokes right. in there, and, and she one asks of them was about, about Dale. The one joke about Dale, right? And then the other thing is, uh, these guys give the impression a lot of their jokes are that Dale won't shut up. Did you get this impression about him that he like <laughs> won't shut up? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, that's one of those things where you see a little bit the difference between the edit, the edit and the yeah. person, you yeah. know, because. Apparently, he's just like nonstop yakking. And I saw him as like not the strong, silent type, but like the kind of guy who doesn't have a lot to say. I, yeah, I agree. You know, Jordan says, What's one thing y'all don't know about Dale? Nothing, because he doesn't shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good joke. 
I'll tell you Alaska joke is Bennett's joke. How long do you think it will take Claire to realize you're just here to run for president? And then off camera Bennett's or like a cutaway Bennett says, zing. <laughs> Um, Claire says, so what? I have feelings for Dale. We have a connection. That's the truth. Hate on, hate on. You can't hate on love, though. <laughs> you can. Yeah, you, you can, can hate on love. So they go to the cocktail party. Dale isn't there. But long story short, every conversation that she has circles back around to Dale. Yes, she keeps asking the guys about Dale. Real quick, I want to get at something important. Bennett drops the mic. Do you think that his roast was mic drop worthy? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I have you ever, you've never had like a mic drop situation in your life. I never have. Where like, I feel like metaphorically <laughs> no, or in real or literally that I like dropped a mic. All right. Okay. You got real, real quick. Real quick. Like you're the one who's like, okay, we're a minute. We're an hour and 20 minutes in. Yeah. That's when we got to talk about this mic drop situation. (laughs) Have you ever had a moment in your life where you (laughs) felt like you could drop a mic? Is this why you don't want me to come to the podcast discussion (laughs) network? I'm just saying like, don't ride my ass about how we need to move quickly through it. And then ask me to. Am I, riding, am I riding your ass about a moving through A little bit. It? You keep giving me a time check. No, I'm just letting you know because I know you don't like to run over that much. So I would like to bring up a line that one of the gentlemen says that Claire asking them all about what Dale has said is almost like Gossip Girl trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> that I missed that one. That mm-hmm. is a good line. Yeah. yeah. Good I morning, like Upper East Siders. <laughs> Very um, hush hush. Yeah. I mean, the whole date is just shitty. Like yeah. she's asking them all about Dale. Uh, later, when their gentlemen are talking amongst amongst themselves, someone asks, "Does anyone feel like they improved their relationship with Claire tonight?" And nobody raises their hand. Right. Yeah. Well, and she says, like, somebody says, "Is there anyone in the house that Claire has interest in besides Dale?" And they're yeah. just like, "Nope." And they all know it. And again, it looks like next week. This is all going to blow up and she's gone. And so I'm fine with this. This little four episode arc that's batch history making. Well, no, because it's going to be spilling into the fourth episode where she's gone. You know, like it appears we're going to get four episodes of her and then Tasha's coming in. Just real quick. There's a rose on this date. Who does Claire give it to? Herself. (laughs) She's the one. She really made a first impression. On herself. But the, Claire, I feel like Claire's a bitch because she says, I feel tonight like I have a lot to think about and I did not get what I needed with you guys. Um, so I won't be able to give this out tonight. Like, I feel like she puts it on the guys and it's like, yeah, Claire, you didn't get what you needed because you didn't ask the guys a goddamn thing right, about yeah. themselves. Right. I mean, I think that she is blinded by love. Just like whoever it is that said it to Dale, I feel like it would be better if Claire would just own it. Mm-hmm. Instead, like I think that she still wants to be the bachelorette and get all of the like all the fun accolades and, yeah. and fun mm-hmm. that come along with that. Yeah. All the strip dodgeball power yeah. of it all. Yeah. All right. Well, there's your episode. Yeah, you are very down on Claire. I'm I'm anti-Claire. Anti-Claire. I am Pro-Tasha. Yeah. Yeah. Good no, God, that, Tasha. Come and yeah. save us Swim from on season. over here, Tasha, because, yeah, it's going to be... This will be interesting. Again, I like that it's different, that we have a totally different situation going on. 
Um, so I'm excited to see how it all unfolds. Sister Christian, oh, the time has come. And you know that you're the only one to say, okay. Where you go and what you is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.